This is the Peace Building with Dr. Pollock Show. You too can be a caller on our show to get free coaching and advice on a workplace conflict you're experiencing. Email us at podcast at pollockpeacebuilding.com. Now let's take a caller. Michael, welcome to the show. How can I help today? Hey, Jeremy. How are you doing? Thank you for good. having How's me here. Good. How's it going? That's great. Very good. So work relation problems with different people not showing up for work on time or showing up late and looking for some advice and and dealing sure. with that because that, that was a major problem with me for a while there. Oh, okay. So you have people that work for you that aren't showing up on time? Well, they don't work for, we're a team. We worked for a big company and we went around and did educational training. Uh, and uh, some of them, we'd start classes at eight o'clock and I'd be there at seven to make sure that everything's all set up, ready to go. And then at eight o'clock, the class would start and, you know, I'd have 30 people there and my other two Two or three other people didn't show up, and sometimes they wouldn't show wow. up until 11 o'clock or noon. And this happened m- numerous times. This wasn't just one time, you know, they had problems or whatever, they overslept or whatever. This was like sure. several times this happened. And I went to my uh, supervisor and uh, talked to him about it. I said, you know, what are we going to do about this? I can't be teaching these classes alone. i got to have my team here with me. Yeah. And he said, well, there's not a whole lot we can do. I said, what do you mean there's not a whole lot you can do? So I went above him to my department manager, and he basically said, the same thing. And I said, well, this is crazy. I'm going to go to HR. So I went to HR and all three of them said the same thing. The basic problem they have with that generation or younger generations coming into to work, they have a different work ethic or lack of ethic who, to where they kind of get up whenever they want and come into work. And they said, if we fire them, we're just going to get the hire the same amount, same type of people coming in. So I did this for a while. Then I said, you know, I had enough of this. So I left the company and basically started my own company doing educational training and multimedia, uh, user generated content and stuff. So, but I, am just trying to look to see, you know, you have to have interactions with different companies and and different age groups and things. And how, how, how is, how are they solving this problem? Because I talked to other companies and other people and they have the same problem with, you know, computer training or whatever. They just, they just don't show up for work on time. I mean, you have clients set up on a call or whatever, and they're not there to support or so how do other businesses deal with this? I, I'm kind of shocked that this is, this is allowed. And goes on like it, this. It's tough, you know. I'm assuming you're working with sort of millennial, like age, age in their twenties or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Gen Z's yeah. and the millennials. Yes, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think I'm, really and I'm a depend- baby boomer, so <laughs> but that's right, part right. of my problem, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, I think it. You know, I know that there's a stereotype out there, but I'll, I'll tell you that I've worked with with lots of folks that I would say that are probably Gen Z or millennial, and they've been, you know very punctual. They've been very mm-hmm. professional. So right. uh, I, I don't know that I would, I think it really depends on the individual. I also have worked with people that are older and they're Gen X and that kind of thing that, that, mm-hmm. you know, tend to do what they want, don't show up. So I really, do, I, I do think it depends on the individual um, uh, in terms of each person's work ethic and, and what sure. they're looking to do. Um, right. I'm confused that no one was willing to hold anyone accountable. That's what totally shocked me. Yeah, well, when I when I talked with HR, I mean, I could see the supervisor say, "Well, you know, we don't have staff to replace them or whatever." Uh, yeah. And I said, "Well, that's not really a good excuse." And, and and but but when HR said, "You know, if we fire them, then we hire the same type of person," and I said, "Well, why aren't you training these people? Why don't you put them through, you know, X amount of hours of training where they have to go through the basics? You know, make sure you're at work on time. You know, you're there early yeah. a little bit to help set things up to make sure that everything." run smooth. There's nothing worse than doing a doing a presentation, not having something work right for you. So, you know, little things like that. But yeah, an answer like that from HR seems pretty lazy. I mean, to say, yes. oh, well, it's just going to be the same thing. 
Um, right. You know, it doesn't have to be the same thing. I think you're right. I think, you know, doing some training or something. But really, uh, during the recruitment or onboarding process, uh, interviewing process, there, there should mm-hmm. be a way to see who's who's up for this challenge. And I do think, I mean, one thing that I like to do, and I, I don't know, are, are you hiring people now in your own company? or are you No, I, I pretty much some? set up my own business on a one-on-one type basis. So I do a lot oh, okay. of training now on, on education on online, Zoom, things like that. So. That way, I don't have to gotcha. deal so with. So you don't have to. You don't have to rely. Right. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. You don't have to rely on people. Yeah. yeah. You know, I would say if you ever have to, or if you ever do that again, or or you're working with a company mm-hmm. that's got similar questions, um, I think it's totally reasonable to hold people accountable. I think it's totally reasonable to expect that you're going to find good people, regardless of mm-hmm. you know age group, etc. You just right. have to have the right sort of recruitment process. You have to have. I mean, how do you set expectations right off the bat? Here's what we expect of you. Is this something you're up right. for? And I also, right. I, I like the model personally of giving someone a 90-day trial period where right. we maybe don't bring them in as a full employee yet. We get, we bring them on as an independent contractor for some amount of time. And once they've proven to us, like, this person's got a good work ethic, they're willing to show up on time, they're, they're professional, mm-hmm. et cetera, then we bring them on full-time as a W-2. So we're not committing to them and they're not committing to us. We're doing a little trial period first. I think, to me, that's that's worked pretty well. Yeah, that's a smart idea as an independent contractor because it's up to them to make it or break it to, to get yeah. into a full-time position. Yeah, that's that's true. That's something that HR should really be looking at doing for, for screening people out. But some of these people, and it didn't happen with all of them. I, I'm not trying to blanket Gen Z and, and millennials as, as lazy and not, not responsible. That's not true. There's some that are phenomenal to work with, and I worked yeah. with some and, uh, fantastic. And, and me being older, they were extremely helpful in educating me on some of the new technologies and things and, and delivery systems and presentation systems. So they were very, very helpful with me, and we worked out really well. But some of these people were with the company for several years. So, you know, I was surprised that if they did this yeah. with me, if they did it with other people, that the company didn't do anything about it. But I think they heard complaints from other uh, instructors and trainers throughout the company that these, these people were, were a problem, but they didn't really address it at all. And I, and I could never figure out why. And they're still there today. <laughs> hey, listen, if you, can, if you can do whatever you want and no one holds you accountable and there's That's no right. consequences, then why yeah. change, right? Yeah. So, so right. Uh, you know, to me, that that seems like, a fairly, I don't know whether it's a lazy or a, just a really too safe approach because HR doesn't want to get into some sort of confrontation or an employment issue or something like that. But I, I think mm-hmm. that's, they might not want to have that confrontation or have some issue with those individuals, but they're going to have issues with the other individuals who do show up on time, who are uh, right. willing to be well, held accountable, who are punctual, like the, it, like it, you, like you're going to leave. Push me out if the you door. Don't yeah. Me accountable. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I can't it's a bad anybody. strategy. It's, yeah, it's, it a, it's, a, it's a weird strategy. It I don't is. understand. It really it. struck me strange that they would say, well, the next group would be the same problem. I said, well, wait a second. Then why are you hiring those type of people? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. They, well, they listen, you're. Say, well, that's, that's what we have to work with, you know? I don't buy that argument. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't like that argument. I think there's plenty of really good, hardworking, punctual people out there that want to work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it's just a matter of like, okay, we're just going to. We're gonna, we have to We have to change something about our recruitment process and about our accountability right. process. Yeah, I like Otherwise, your idea of doing the, doing the uh, the ninety day like uh, uh, independent contractor yeah. and evaluating to see how they're doing, and then you can get rid of. It. Now they did have a ninety day or six month uh, evaluation program, and uh, you know I guess the people were do- were doing good there. Then all of a sudden they kind of just slacked off, and 
And maybe it was me because I took care of things. I was the lead person. But a couple of times they were the lead people and they didn't show up till noon. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, that just totally, totally yeah. blew me away. And I would ask, what, oh, we, we overslept or, you know, whatever. And, but basically, I think that the, the thing that I saw was there was a lot of partying going on after work hours. And I think they just got a little bit uh, too uh, too much uh, of the fun time and they just couldn't get, get get themselves together and stuff, but it's not really an excuse. I mean, you've got a job to do and you've got to be there for your team. So yeah. um, I had no problem you, with them listen, going out and partying, but you, know. you got a very easy way of dealing with this. The easy mm-hmm. way is it happens once right. I give you a warning happens mm-hmm. again. We're going to have to part ways and I'm, I'm willing to risk that and I'm willing to part ways and I'm willing to bring on more people. And I have a robust, ongoing recruitment process Mm -hmm. so that I'm not afraid of losing and filtering out the people that aren't willing to do the work and be up, be show up on time. I'm willing to, if you're not willing to. Yeah. That's what I was kind of wondering. Maybe IHR was afraid that they couldn't find people with the skill set to do this training and they had to kind of live with what they had. But even if they did, well, why didn't they bring them in for more training and, and just basic, you know, I mean, be on time for work, you know? So it was, it was really lazy. It's lazy. It is, but it pushed me out the door because I said, you know, if my supervisor yeah. can't do anything, my manager can't do anything, my department head can't do anything, HR won't do anything, then I can't stay at a company like this because you're traveling all over the country. You're expecting these people to be there to help you support, and, you know, and you got one class to do, and then you're catching a plane going some some other city. So it, it was really a, a, an intense work environment, but you needed to have people that, you know, work together as a team. And there were lots of them that were just phenomenal team efforts. You know, we'd pick each other up at the airport, yeah. we'd stay at the same hotels and all this stuff. So it worked out really well. But like I say, you just have to be there when, when the shift starts. If you keep unprofessional people around and you don't hold them accountable, right. you're going to lose the professional people pretty right. quickly. Right. So and I think the company saw that because after I left, there was a big exodus of a lot of the senior people that were there. They just, I think there they you had go. the same problems. And, you know, then they, I think a lot of the uh, executives that were in our division and stuff were all gone. They were moved out, and a new team came in, management team. So maybe they corrected this up in some way now. But but uh, they lost a lot of good people in that company to, to, yeah. do, to see this bad. happening. It is. It I would is I would bad. highly I would highly encourage HR people or business owners that have this belief that. Uh, I can't find new people, so I got to put up with bad behavior. I would highly encourage you to change that mindset. You can yeah. and will find good people if that's what your intention is and if you're willing to put in the effort and the work to recruit and onboard them correctly and hold them yes. accountable. You will find good people, but you got to be willing to put in the work. Yeah, and you got to do a good onboarding process. So show yes. them what they need, to, what's expected of them and what they have to do, right? I yeah, agree. and then hold them accountable to, to living up to those expectations. And, yeah. and if they don't, then there's consequences. So yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on. That's a that's a good it's a good anecdote. And um, you know, hopefully hopefully now that you're in your own your own position, you don't have to you don't have to yeah. worry about. Relying I, I control on everything, so you know it's, yeah, it's not a problem better. with me. So yeah, good yeah. move for me. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks, Michael. I appreciate you coming on. Okay, thank you, sir. Hey, thanks for tuning into the Peace Building with Dr. Pollock Show. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more workplace conflict advice. Share on social media if you think your friends and colleagues would benefit from this episode. And if you have a workplace conflict and want to be a caller on our show for free coaching and advice, please email podcast at pollockpeacebuilding.com. Thanks.